It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. Great to be back with you. I'm recovered. I'm here. I'm ready. I want to talk Bengals on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Also, every podcast, a bunch of articles, LockedOnBengals.com, including right now. Why trading back made so much sense and should open up the Bengals draft board to a lot of positions. I outline those positions and more on the website, LockedOnBengals.com. So today, uh, I want to dive in and I want to talk solely about one topic. And one topic only, and there there will be time to dive into the draft. I'm going to try to get... Uh, draft people on, and we're going to try to go heavy draft. I'm sorry. By the way, if you're new to the podcast, we do this every single day. Haven't done it the past couple days because I was out of town for a bachelor party. Didn't have a voice yesterday. I had to take the red eye, came back to Cincinnati, and I thought I'd have a voice. Had a voice the whole weekend. Get back. Uh, lost it. Didn't have one. Struggled to make it through my normal radio show that I co-host. And I was like, well, people aren't going to want me talking like this on the podcast. So I, I did not do it. I didn't want to whisper the whole time either because that would suck. Um, so voice back at least good enough to talk. And it starts with Eric Reed because Eric Reed visited the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm looking here at a report from Pro Football Talk. And Pro Football Talk comes out and, and says this today. Um, per, a source, uh, per a source with knowledge of the situation, Mike Brown personally met with Eric Reed when Reed visited the Bengals on Monday. Brown, according to the source, initiated discussion regarding the issue of kneeling during the anthem. Eric Reed was a player who knelt during the anthem last season. The conversation almost exclusively centered on the topic, with Brown explaining that he intends to prohibit it, and with Brown at one point asking Reed for his response. Reed, caught off guard by the line of questioning, wasn't willing to make a commitment on the spot. Last month, Reed said he wasn't willing to kneel or, or he wasn't going to kneel and blah, blah, blah. But he didn't want to commit to it, clearly, according to this report. Marvin Lewis later looked at it. Now I'm, I'm not reading. I'm paraphrasing the article. Marvin Lewis asked Reed later in the, the visit after he had taken a physical, after he had watched film, and uh, he still didn't commit. Look, a lot of you are going to have a problem with this. A lot of you are going to have an issue with it, and I get it. As a fan, you just want the best players. And you feel like Reed can help this team. So you don't care about the pushback, so to speak, of what's going to happen or what could potentially happen if Eric Reed came here and then he knelt. I get it. I totally understand it. With that said, every job has a requirement. Every job has outlines. Every job has a certain amount of rules to follow. And to me, I feel like if I interviewed for a radio job right or let's say a podcasting job i was looking at my renew my contract here with locked on Bengals, and i said yeah well that thing that cost us sponsored dollars that i did that i said i might continue doing it but i'm not sure that thing that led to to you 
having to deal with a bunch of press and had to answer questions and issue statements, and that might be an issue. Again, it might not, but that might be an issue. If I wasn't willing to remove myself from that, then you'd have to think about it. And that's what I think Mike Brown and them are doing. Is the talent that Eric Reed presents and gives the Bengals, is that worth week five after a tough loss to the Steelers answering questions? And I'm just making up the week there. Answering questions about Reed kneeling for the national anthem. That's what you have to ask yourself. Is it worth it? That's what the Bengals have to ask themselves. Is it worth it? Is it worth it if you're 2-4, and four, the season's going in a tailspin, and Eric Reed's kneeling? That's the bottom line here. Clearly, he's probably... No, not clearly. Not probably. He, clearly, he's going to be on a team. Clearly, he's good enough to be on a team. Um, but to me, if you're the Bengals, that's what you have to weigh. And if Mike Brown has it in his mind, he doesn't want to sign a player that is openly going to kneel for the national anthem, well, then that's Mike Brown's decision. You may disagree with it. You may think he's wrong. You may think he's crazy. You may think he's insane, but that's just the reality of it. With that said, there's other angles to this as well. There's other angles to this as a fan base, to this as Owners, at this as Eric Reed. I read this article and instantly knew Eric Reed was the one who put this out there. And there's also the component of who the Bengals have hired before. Adam Jones, Joe Mixon. And I wanted to get to those guys in a second because the two situations, while they might be the same, they're also different. I'll get to that in a second. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So I've gotten a lot of this on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Oh, my gosh. If the Bengals can sign Joe Mixon, who punched a woman, they can sign and keep Adam Jones around, even though he threatened a police officer and had all of his issues. Okay. Like, I get it. Those things, way worse than a guy who kneels during the national anthem. Totally understand it. Especially when the guy kneeling is trying to help the world, trying to help the country, trying to get us moving forward, trying to get us in the right direction. It's something that shouldn't be frowned upon. It should be looked at as a him trying to improve things in America. Get it. I understand it, right? It's also a distraction. And it's a big distraction. Why? Because of the media. How many times did we talk about Joe Mixon punching a woman after the Bengals drafted him? Seriously, in articles, nationally, locally, it wasn't that many. Adam Jones, hell, I would have cut him a year and a half ago. I would have cut him the moment he got arrested in January of 2017. They kept him around. And while I had an issue with it, they clearly didn't. They thought he was worth the distraction. Whether or not they sign Eric Reed, one, might come down to money. Apparently he wants at least $5.6 million for this year. I don't know if the, the Bengals would be willing to pay that. And the other thing is this, is the anthem. The moment you sign Eric Reed, 
if he kneels during the anthem, it will get attention. This got attention. This got pushback. Cover your ears. You ready? If you have kids around, turn it down for a second. Deadspin article today posted the bleeping bangles. Actually, don't turn it down. I won't cuss. The bleeping bangles have an issue with Eric Reed kneeling. That's why they had the issue. The Bengals don't care about the gesture. I don't think they give two dams about the gesture. They give a damn about the pushback that comes with it. If they thought drafting Joe Mixon would have meant answering questions about domestic violence every day, every after every game, after multiple practices, there would be articles, there, there would be Marvin Lewis getting asked about. If they thought this was just going to go on and on and on and on and on. And they thought Mixon was going to keep doing the same thing, same thing, same thing. They never would have drafted him. With Eric Reed, and this isn't perfect, but with Eric Reed, I bet they're concerned that this is going to be an ongoing thing, an ongoing distraction, something that's going to continue to go on. Even if it's for good, it's still a distraction. That's the bottom line. I mean, that's it. That's it. Whatever good you want to talk about, if you're making headlines, if you're in the news, then, well, that becomes something more than just football. Marvin Lewis had a quote at the Senior Bowl basically saying he wants football players, guys that on Sundays are wor- worried about the game. And I get that. I get as a organization not asking, or, or asking rather, players to focus solely on the game on Sunday. That doesn't mean on Tuesday they can't help off the field. And that's that's the last thing I'm going to touch on with this on today's podcast. Kneeling for the anthem is one thing. But at what point is kneeling for the anthem not good enough? Like, to me, it it, it brings up all these these different issues and and things, and it brings them to the surface, and it raises awareness. But at, at some point, that awareness needs to be put into the right place. So Eric Reed being caught off guard... By the Bengals, asking that is silly because he's the one who brought attention to himself. One, when he did it, but I get why. Two, when he tweeted that that's what was keeping him out of the league. Of course a team is going to ask you about that. So the article, Reed was caught off guard by these line of questions. Nah, man. You, no, you weren't. Reed leaked that. Who knows if Reed even wanted a job with the Bengals? Maybe he does. Maybe he ends up here. But at the end of the day, I look at Eric Reed. I look at the Bengals, and they're going to have to weigh if it's worth it. And I think that's what they're doing right now. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. This was quick. It's to the point. We'll get to more tomorrow. I'll save my voice. Hopefully the voice is up to 100% tomorrow. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.